May the force be with you is a phrase used to wish a person well to overcome a challenge. The invitation in this podcast, May the Life Force Be With You, is to explore what it means to truly feel alive, to appreciate the physical, emotional and spiritual connection to our energy, and finally to understand how this impacts who you are and all that you do. May this conversation inspire you to thrive. This episode of May the Life Force Be With You is brought to you by Moment Company and The Moment Pebble. The Moment Pebble is a beautiful, natural stone, light-guided breathing device and is a unique gift for someone who needs that gentle reminder to stop and take a break, to take moments throughout their busy day and to practice mindfulness. Just head over to momentcompany.co, that's momentcompany.co and enter the code LIFEFORCE at checkout to receive an exclusive 10% podcast discount. Welcome to May the Life Force be with you. I would like to begin by setting an intention for this conversation. And the intention is that for anybody partaking or listening, they come away inspired, feeling and actualizing more of their life force energy inside of them. And with a deeper understanding of the mysterious an essential elixir that is life. Wow. Oh. Thank you for that, Karila. <laughs> I feel nice and centered and uh, ready to have it and calm. That was a very calming intention today. Um, so it's my honor to and privilege to introduce our guest today, who is actually the person that our very first May the Life Force Be With You um, guest, Tabitha. Um, she recommended that Tina was somebody that we talked to at the end of our Lover's Lock of Hair episode. So it's great that we're starting to come full circle and in, include more people in the community that our current guests and our, our um, previous guests are, are recommending. So Tina Lumberis is a permaculturist, eco-artivist and a facilitator. And she says that she's constantly learning um, and is sharing what she'd like to have learned in school. So I'm sure we're going to have lots to talk about. She's also originally from Australia. So that's where I'm currently recording this from. So I'm interested to hear her, her background. But in the last 12 years alone, she's trained in permaculture, nonviolent communication, sociocracy, the art of hosting and the transition movement and agile learning. So there are a lot of digital words in there alongside those spiritual words. So I'm keen to, to jump into that um, too. But Composto Compostopia, I hope I've said that right, is an eco arts project through which Tina exercises her ethical responsibility share to share her multi-dimensional knowledge. So it sounds like we have a lot <laughs> to talk about in the next 45 minutes or so with you, Tina. But firstly, hello and welcome to the That was a lot to explore already. There's so many things I want to ask about. I'm like, everything, I'm just like, what's that? What's that? Tell us, tell us more. I love it. You're obviously very consistent. Like, if you came up with those phrases uh, to describe what you do, you're obviously very good with words and very considered mm -hmm. about, you're very accurate about what you do. That's what I get from, from this. 
Ah, that's uh, thank you. Yes, thank you for noticing. Is that the case? <laughs> yeah, uh, I like to be uh, succinct and try to express as much as I can with as few words as possible. <laughs> I, I like the use of the word um, "eco artivist," which I'm sure we're going to to delve into. But I, I, I would said thought to begin with, perhaps we'd encourage a few more words. Um, and those would be to ask you, as we do with, with many of our guests, and, and that is what life force and life force energy means to you and your very varied and, and, and considered backgrounds. Mm. You know, every time I think about it, I come up with a different uh, realization or a different way of expressing it. It's exactly the same thing that happens to me when I talk about permaculture. Every, every time someone asks me what is permaculture, I, mm. I tap into a definition that's alive for me in the moment. So life force energy to me is the energy that animates our spirit. So what actually makes mm. it move? What actually uh, makes it create? What actually animates it? And I really like the word animate because it's something that's used uh, as a synonym mm. for facilitator, which is something that I do as well. So I facilitate, I animate. Uh, I think in some other languages it's actually right. called animator, uh, the word facilitator, to, interestingly enough. What's your definition of permaculture today? <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't prepared for that one. Uh, permaculture is... <laughs> a way to design our lives so that we have all of our needs met in a way that cares for people and cares for the earth. Is that there an overlap me, between permaculture between permaculture and life force? Yeah, is there an overlap between the two? I'd say it's a, it's an expression of life force. Permaculture is an expression of life force for me and it's something that I connected with so deeply when I heard about it I was I was so in I would say almost desperate desperately searching for something that would help me express my life force when I heard about permaculture I felt a tingling in my entire body I knew immediately that it was something that I was meant to learn more wow. about and as soon as I learned about permaculture I knew I had to be uh, spreading it. Uh, and even though I was very new to Greece at that time, I moved here about 15 years ago and I found out about permaculture about uh, maybe 13 years ago in 2010, yeah, pretty much. And uh, I just felt an ethical responsibility to just spread it. It wasn't actually, I wouldn't even describe it as an ethical responsibility. I was so passionate about it. I had such, I felt such life force energy when I learned about permaculture that I just had to spread it uh, to the world and my world at that time and still is Greece. And, and, and this is. Mm -hmm. And what did you learn? What did you learn? So for somebody that doesn't actually know what permaculture is, what, what is it that mm -hmm. you heard about that they went, that then went, Oh my God, I've got to tell other people about this that then, went, that then like fired to spread it to Greece like like what is it that you uh, heard what what is it it's not so much what I heard because I can't even remember the words that I heard 
when I first heard about permaculture. It was my best friend at the time. <laughs> she said, I'm going to a permaculture course. And I said, a perma what? And she explained it to me in a way which uh, I literally <laughs> felt my, all of my soul vibrating. And I couldn't, I, I just said, I don't know what you're going to do. I'm in Australia for the next few weeks. I want to come and see what this is about. And I literally could not sleep after each of the sessions. Uh, and it, it wasn't something that I thought would excite me. For example, how to create a chicken coop that uh, is uh, impermeable to uh, foxes, <laughs> right? Like I remember going going to bed and going, why am I excited with this information? And it wasn't the actual information itself. It was the fact that it was so smart. It's a design science. And the fact that it permeates all of life, so it covers cultivation uh, and caring for the earth. It covers natural building. It covers alternative economic systems. It covers uh, alternative educational systems. It covers preventative medicine. It's a, it's a, it's a manual mm-hmm. for life. And this is the stuff that I wish I'd learned at school. And I thought, God, I wasted so much time trying to do all of this stuff. Like they were teaching me religion and history, which I always thought were useless things to learn and bog my brain down with and so as soon as I found this it just opened up a whole new world and and it really activated my life force and put put me on a uh in a direction that I had no choice but to follow and this this to me is life force like I I I had no choice I was like okay all right I'm doing it I can't do anything else I'm thinking about this it's consuming my entire I agree with body and spirit I agree with you. Life force is path, you know, like when you're full of life force, that's, that's your path happening through you. I totally agree with you. I want to ask is so permaculture, I've always associated it with growing. And it's really interesting to me that you said it's so much more than just growing. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's got a lot of, um, it's based on some three ethics, first of all. Uh, earth care, people care, and fair share, right? So that the ethical foundation alone was enough for me to say, yes, I want in. I want to know what this is all about. And then it gives you a whole heap of design principles. So uh, uh, small and slow solutions is one design principle. So you don't, you don't go and do everything at once. You just do, you start, you know, step by step doing things. And this is something, and this design principle I'm able to apply both um, on the land, I'm able to apply it in my personal life in designing and thinking about what it is that I want to do, small and slow solutions, because I've tripped over trying to do things big, because I have big visions, that's my, that's my thing, and I want to get straight there, and I, I like <laughs> stumble, I used to stumble, but now I'm much more patient, and I understand that we've got all the time in the world, time is another concept, uh, I don't think it's uh, time to get into that, but uh, uh, it's something that uh, you can use to design social systems as well, like designing um, how our, our social structures. So it's something that for me permeates all of life. And it gave me so many solutions and so many ideas and so much inspiration on so many levels that I couldn't help but be captivated. and. Uh, share it as much as possible and so what's happened over the years because I'm also I, I I started to identify a lot of things in myself about how I operate and one of them is 
that I'm not the type of person to do one thing for the rest of my life. Like I might start teaching permaculture and that's what I did. I'd start teaching permaculture and I was really good at it because I'm very passionate about it. And my teachers were saying, please, you've got to spread, you know, do more of this and teach more permaculture. And this is what you've got to do. And I said, I can't teach seminars every, every year, two or three seminars a year. I get bored. So what's happened and what I notice as I've allowed my <laughs> energy and, and life force to unfold is that I, I still practice permaculture, but I express it in different ways. So that's where the eco-artivist part came in. So now I express it in rhymes. You know, like I was, taught, I was encouraged very much by my teachers to keep spreading permaculture um, and do the permaculture design course, which is a 12-day course on mm. giving you very technical details about how to harvest water, what natural building is, how to build soil you know, all of these sort of things. It was land-based permaculture. And I thought, no, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I, I, I'm not the type of person to do the same thing over and over again. I, I keep reinventing myself. I keep doing things in a different way. And this for me is like the core of life force. It's not, it's not something stagnant. It's, it's, it's constantly evolving and uh, taking on and fusing uh, information. So I fused permaculture with the arts and I create something which I call eco arts. But because it's uh, something that encourages other people to uh, do this, then it becomes activism. So then I love playing with words, as you noticed. So I then created this eco artivism. <laughs> uh, so I, I love being able to inspire uh, myself uh, and others to regenerate the earth and of ourselves through the arts so whatever messages i've i've cultivated i've i've um learned deep in my soul like it's carved it's carved a path in my soul then i automatically uh, come up with a way to express it in a way that uh, is artistic so that could be rhyming and if we're going on with the whole topic of life force energy, because permaculture is is a very big topic on its own. I mean, I mean, I could be talking about permaculture forever, you know. For but, but I, and I can definitely talk about permaculture for fifteen days straight, right? <laughs> Without exaggeration, because that's that's what a course is, right? Um, mm. this actually helped me tune in to and give me permission to be myself permaculture did this like I was like ah, I don't have to excuse myself anymore I am like this I I save water I say I care for the earth I do all of this and I don't have to be this you know hippie who's doesn't buy new clothes all my clothes are recycled and I'm super proud of it right (laughs) Tabitha is one of the people who kept giving me clothes and we exchanged (laughs) you know so this this uh, <laughs> this whole life force direction is it's very interesting because permaculture even though it's something that completely engaged me on every level like intellectually creatively expressive like every level soul wise spiritually everything it's something that gave me a lot of space as well so once i was and I'm going, I'm going in a specific direction with this now because I realized that in order to allow life force to express itself through me, I needed to create a lot of space. 
I was doing a meditation one day and the Mm. meditation teacher said, space is where the magic happens. And I went, oh, I have to write this down. Mm -hmm. A few months later, I was driving to a workshop of mine Mm-hmm. And I was coming up, I, I, I felt a rhythm and I was like, okay, I'm feeling like a rhyme is birthing right now. Mm-hmm. Let's go with this. What topic, what do I want to talk about? Oh, wow. like, ah, I'm going to open my diary, <laughs> whatever that it opens up to, whatever, I'm going to create a rhyme about that. And, and, and the first word I saw was like, space is where the magic mm-hmm. happens. And I came up with this rhyme. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> and it goes something like this. If you want to get to that magical place inside yourself, because that's where it is, then you need to create a lot of space. So focus on yourself and not on others' biz. We have for free the most magical technology. You can use it any time to get high. It's called the breath. It improves psychology. You can get it any time from the sky. Anytime you feel confused, stressed, angry, or sad, breathing is the first thing you can do. Breath means inspiration, so you get information that will help you reach a new breakthrough. There's more technology that gives you space, meditation, stretching, dancing, and shaking will help the negativity to displace so the brand new you can flow with grace. And there's a song that goes with this. Give space for life to flow through your body. Give space for love. To flow through your heart, give space for quiet. To enter your mind, give space to embrace life as an art. Space is where the magic happens. Space is where the magic happens. Space is where the magic happens. You're the first person to sing on May the Life Force Be With You. I absolutely love it. But yeah, may you not be the last. Space is where the magic happens. And what I want to ask. I know you said, let's not go there, but like, to me, time and space are so interconnected. And it was really profound to me that you said, we've got time, we've got all the time we need. Is that because you've been cultivating space within yourself? Yes. Yes. And the more you're doing things that you love, the more time seems to expand. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. Definitely agree with that. I feel that you can also, um, it's almost like you can slow down time when you're doing something that you love because you're, you're fully present, you're engaged in the moment. And so therefore that time relationship has a different connotation, I feel. Um, Whereas if we're on autopilot and we're just going through the motions and we're not being present and taking, you know, those deep breaths and going, ah, what a beautiful day. Then time does move pretty fast because we're on autopilot. We're not capturing, not capturing any new moments. And I think learning is a big part of slowing time down as well. Being curious, learning new things, seeking new things out also helps um, slow the passage of time. That's that's just something that's come up for me in the last week. So it's really interesting that you you mentioned that. When I when I'm out of time, I take it that I'm out of alignment because if you're in alignment or doing what you love, everything you need is provided for you, including the space, including the time. And so for me, when I'm out of time, I'm like that's because I've misused. Mm-hmm. I'm not using my time 
right. I'm not doing the thing that I'm going to be doing right now, which is why I feel out of time. <laughs> Don't always manage to live by it, I have to say. Sometimes my uh, conditioning takes over. <laughs> um, but when I do live by it, it's really amazing that the thing you thought you needed to do, there is a time for it later on. Look, I think time is a human construct. And uh, by adhering to that, we're creating a whole different reality to the one that is possible if we didn't have this time construct. But I don't know uh, more than that at this point. And what I wanted to touch on before, uh, when I heard you speaking, Fiona, was the whole concept of breath. And I only just heard your podcast mm-hmm. with Tabitha just before we got on, and you talked about it there as well. And oh, I want okay. to add to it a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. You know how the, the root of um, breath is spirit. Inspiration is breath. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the same mm-hmm. in Greek. Pnevma is spirit. Endnefsi is inspiration um so oh my heart this is just making my heart so happy that it's the same in greek yes (laughs) it is uh pnevma spirit embnesi inspiration um it means uh and and pneo pneo is to breathe so it's all the same word and actually one of the amazing things about living in greece is having uh, access to a lot of people who are fascinated by the Greek language and the etymology and what it actually means, what the words actually mean. And when you understand what the words actually mean. I am going to wet myself. (laughs) (laughs) We're like speaking like a language that I just love. Keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) It is, uh, for me, the most beautiful language. There is so much depth to it and it's helped me understand life. Just understanding words right. and their root core, their root meaning, their etymology, where where they come from, has actually helped me understand life a lot more. And be in a better position to face a lot of things. Like even the word, even the word for freedom, it means to go towards that which you love. It's not to be free oh. of something. It's to be free to do something, to do what you love specifically. And that was such an aha moment for me, as I think it was for you just then, Karila. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Because you and me are, are soulmates on this subject. Like, for me, understanding the root words, it, it matters so much. It's like I... When I, because the words are actually so poetic when you understand their meaning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that, like we always think of freedom as about escaping something when it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's about, it's about escaping the noise of doing the things that you're not meant to be doing. It's about escaping the time trap by going towards love i mean how beautiful a description is that like Mm. that one understanding has changed my life forever i'm always going to think of freedom differently so thank you yeah Uh, it's my pleasure and this is what we're here to do we're here to remind each other 
of the truth. We're here to, uh, and truth, that's another thing that um, mm. life force, that gives you life force energy that animates your spirit, truth. And I'd like to share a little story here uh, about uh, another, one of the biggest aha moments that I had was when I went to uh, listen to a speech and watch an astrophysicist. He's a famous astrophysicist here in Greece called Manos Danesis. And he talks about the um, the origin of money, the energy. He talks about all of this because he's a quantum physicist. So he 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 talks about energy and uh, time and everything like that. And then for three hours, like he talked about all of our history, how much we've been lied to, blah, 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 blah. And at the end of three hours, he says something like, um, only if we manage to shift our perspective, then we're able to affect our reality. Mm-hmm. And that was a great stepping stone for the burning question that I had in mind. What is a practical everyday thing that everybody can do in order to shift our reality? That was my question. So I, I put my hand up and I asked him that question. And he pierced me with his look. And he said, <laughs> have you got any ideas? Are you on the edge of your seat? <laughs> yes, totally on the edge. So everybody you, listening is on the edge. Can you even possibly imagine what he said, what will make us change our perspective? Like how can we, because I know, and I always used to say shift in perspective is a shift in our lives. But I was searching for this one practical thing that everybody could do to achieve that. And do you know what he said? Any guesses? Well, I was going to say take a breath. Take a deep breath would be my advice. Uh Uh-huh. And what about you, Karila? Hmm. I'm I'm too on the edge of my seat. (laughs) time don't believe in time (laughs) no he actually said a lot something a lot simpler he said we need to stop lying only if we learn to tell the truth as free people without fear we will be able to change course and write a new story so this to me really blew my mind because in that instant I realized that I was lying to myself and I was lying to others about who I am, what I want, what's happening in my relationships, everything like, but not purposely, only because I was scared. And this, the reason I'm mentioning this is twofold. It's because I have noticed and observed and observation is a a fundamental and the number one permaculture principle of design so if we're designing our lives then we need to be observing I have observed that when I am in truth when I am telling my truth I have a lot of energy. When I'm lying to myself, when I'm playing small, when I'm pretending to be someone I'm not so that other people can feel comfortable, so that I'm doing what I think will make other people feel comfortable based on my conditioning, then I am reducing, if not eliminating my life force. 
I a hundred percent agree with you. Me too. I feel like every time I lie, I notice that I've lost my. I I know I've lied because I've lost time and I've lost life force energy. Yeah, it's like those video games. You know, like when you you lose a life. It's like yeah. you lose a you life. Lose- you lose your sacred yeah you lose your sacred energy and your time I, I i think you lose time as well i feel like when you lie you wasted you know that was a moment with you and space to be true and authentic and instead you've misused it and so you feel like you don't have time exactly so truth for me is the key to life force energy when I'm living my mm. truth and I'm like doing something, like even if it's just, for example, asking my partner if it's okay if, I, if we sleep separately for the night, mm. because I really feel that that's what I need right now. And I want to wake up mm. at five o'clock in the morning and write my rhymes or whatever. I'm feeling inspiration or I'm feeling like I'm not comfortable in my skin and I need some space. That was one of the most difficult things for me to do, because especially because of the conditioning here and the, you know, like relationships are like this. You've got to be sleeping with the same mm-hmm. person and then it's in the same bed for the rest of your life. No, I, ch- I challenge mm-hmm. that. I challenge it. And I, my truth says to me that I want to sleep. Sometimes I want to sleep separately. Yes, I love cuddling up with my partner, especially when it's cold and, you know, we're having a good time. But there are some times when I haven't had enough space to express myself and I really need to just be on my own just to see what comes out. And that's where mag- magic happens again. Space is where the magic happens. And, and when, when I talk about space, I don't just mean physical space. I mean mental space. I mean mm-hmm. spiritual space. I just mean space. I mean getting rid of uh, releasing and getting rid of limiting beliefs. You know, that's creating space. Like we need to get rid yeah. of shit that's bogging us down. Like <laughs> it's literally bogging us down. Like wrong beliefs, uh, fear, uh, 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 conditioning all of this sort of stuff is 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 just like I challenge I challenged it from the beginning like when I've, since I was 17 18 years old I'm like this is bullshit I don't I don't buy into this I don't buy into you know uh getting having a career and studying this bullshit that you're giving me you're handing me out so that I can have a bullshit job and be you know uh, having to confront the same people every day uh, who are also forcing themselves to do it no one's living their truth and then we're creating like this vicious cycle of bullshit (laughs) stop with the bullshit i love it (laughs) a vicious cycle of bullshit (laughs) you know i wanted to say to you i wanted to say to you because i feel like there are some great lies you know, I, I actually think that the root meaning of words helps us stop the collective lying. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like when we yes. don't understand, when we don't understand the words we're saying, then we're mm. we're inevitably lying. Uh, do you know the root meaning of the word money? I can uh, if I go to the Greek. Uh, it's not from Greece. Uh, it's not, huh? It's not Greek. So, root meaning of the word money comes from Monita, which is the surname of goddess Juno. And it literally translates as watched over by the goddess. 
And for me, that changed my relationship with money so much because I was like, I have been trying to make money a masculine energy my entire life. And then I'm upset Mm -hmm. that it's cyclical. Like every time the winter of my money comes round, I'm devastated because I don't understand, like, because I haven't understood that money is watched over by the goddess, by its nature. It is cyclical. Uh-huh. And and so money, growth, abundance, these things that are such a big part of the collective lie, we don't give them, you know, the goddess is space. We don't give them any space. Uh-huh. You know, we don't give them the goddess, which is what they're aligned to. Money's aligned to the goddess. Money's aligned to the cycle and the space. And money is everybody's entitlement. Yeah, because it's watched over yeah. by the goddess. She she's, she gives. It does. And spacious. And like if you think of the way of the yin, the way of the goddess, the way of creating, the way the cyclical way of space, presumably what I'm guessing is the permaculture principle, mm-hmm. being in yeah, community. I mean, the permaculture is not about designing. Uh, feedback loop systems and closed systems as much as possible. So it's about producing what you need and using what you produce. And and if I was to describe permaculture in two words, I would say energy management. Wow. And so and at. so, imagine if we applied that permaculture principle in in the collective. To money. Yeah, we don't need to imagine it. We just need to start doing it. (laughs) If you you realize this, then your contribution to the collective field is done. Right? So, and then it starts becoming our reality. The more people that start tuning into it, realizing and taking action, and this is another way to enhance life force energy and to to animate our spirit, is to act. There's no use in just thinking about things. Uh, Visualising is very helpful, obviously, but we need to be following action. We need to be acting. We need to be following what our body is telling us to do, which comes out of love and not out of fear. So there's a whole, for me, it's all interconnected. All of of what we're saying is interconnected. Uh, Money energy, life force, speaking our truth, taking action, breath, uh, connection, creating space, all of this, and and creativity. And this is one thing that I really wanted to uh, come back to is because I feel that creativity is life force. When we are creative, we are alive. And people go, oh, I don't have time to be creative because they think that creativity means that I've got to learn to sing, I've got to learn to dance, I've got to learn to uh, write, I've got to learn to draw. It's not about that. For me, it's about living life as an art and for the earth do your part, right? Like that. I just have to tell you that as you're speaking, I don't think it's being picked up on the recording, but I'm in Egypt and they have just started the call to prayer, as you are saying, creativity. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Egypt is in prayer, as you're like saying, creativity is life force energy. And I, it's just so, 
important to understand. Like it's yeah. it's the prayer of life, you know. Absolutely, and uh, that's why I, I and that's why I encourage creativity, and that's why the easiest way for people to understand creativity is through the arts. And that's why you know, and people say, "Oh, I don't have time." And this 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 actually put me in the process of creating another rhyme about this, and you know, and it ties in with the whole concept of releasing these limiting beliefs. So releasing the limiting belief that we don't have time. For example, the rhyme, the uh, not for example, I mean the rhyme is <clears throat> actually it's a rhyme slash song. Uh, I release the belief that time is a thief and it's stealing my wishes away. I replace it with that that says I have time to do all I think, feel and say. So I start tuning into what it is I want to be doing each and every day. And it doesn't take much because I already know that I want to sing, dance and play. <laughs> How lovely. And I love that last so, word, play. I don't think there's play. enough of that. I feel it really connects play. into that creativity it's so important for for being creative is that playfulness it's that bring out the inner child there's no rules there's no restriction just be free and that's that to me is what creativity real you know when you get that real rush of creativity it comes from it comes from a source of playfulness so I love that exactly when we're playful when we're playful, things come to us. This is this this mm-hmm. is the energy, and you've noticed that when I'm playful, uh, I get I attract all sorts of people. When I'm in a shit mood, my dog doesn't <laughs> even want to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Playfulness is super, and it's that it's our it's it's in every it's in our DNA. You know, like mm. what are what are the all of the the um. What do you call the tribal cultures? Tribe, tribe. Ah, I love this word, tribe. Okay, so I don't know the root meaning of tribe, but the root meaning of the word home is village. Yeah, right. So you're not home without your village, you know? Like tribe is how you come home to yourself. So all tribes, so I'm going to touch on that as well by and finishing, first I want to finish off what I was saying before. All tribes, what do they do together? They work together, they play together, they sing together, they dance together, mm-hmm. they play together. They eat. Yeah. They eat together. They make yeah. everything a ritual. You know, like mm-hmm. we, we we try to sing as much as possible before each before the meal and we come up with different songs so it doesn't get boring. <laughs> and and uh, and the and the other thing is that tribe is all about connection. And this, I think, closes the loop really wonderfully for what actually can activate life force energy, and that's connection. And I, I heard you say that, Fiona, um, in the in the podcast with Tabitha, and and you concurred mm-hmm. on that, Karila. You know, like connection for me through with the earth means that when once we connect and ground, like that's super important. That's one of the the biggest realizations that I had was how important the connection to the earth is. And not only that, how important it is for us to be cultivating our food, even if it's some part of it, even if it's just some herbs, because we're giving the food our energy. And I don't know if you've heard about Anastasia of Siberia. She's like a shaman who lives in the Siberian uh, mountains and forests. Which as far as I know is original shamanism. Shamanism Mm. originates in Siberia, 
isn't that true? Like yeah. original charm. Right. Yeah. She, she, they don't know whether, no one knows whether she's a myth or whether she's reality, but she's got some really good things to say. And one of them is walk barefoot in your garden because the body releases toxins through the bottom of your feet. This information travels to the plants. The plants process this information and will produce what you need to heal. So then when you eat this, you become stronger. Then when you walk again back into your garden, you give a different message, a stronger message. The plant will produce something to make you even stronger. So you create a positive feedback loop system. You are creating life force energy. Oh, my God. The end. (laughs) That's that. You know, this cycle magic, this circle magic, and like circle has a space inside of it you know Mm. but this circle magic is the magic of the goddess it's the same when women breastfeed the breast can tell what the baby needs so the breast milk changes through saliva information Mm -hmm. so every time the baby feeds the milk is different in terms of its water and mineral content because the breast is responding to Mm -hmm. the baby's saliva this wisdom that's in the plants, that's it, 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 like you say, the wisdom of connection, that's genius. Do you know what I mean? Like that's beyond any intelligence that we have, I believe, like other than the, the fact that we have it as our own intelligence. But, you know, what I'm getting from this conversation is like all you have to do is connect or participate or or let your needs be heard or let your needs be felt in the cycle and then they come back and then they they will be provided for by the goddess and the cycle will return what you need to you does that make same basic needs yes absolutely we all have the same basic needs we have the needs for connection we have the need for truth we have the need for love we have the need for clean water fresh air, good quality, organic food. Like we have all the same basic needs. And we all have amazing technology. That's the word I would use to describe all of this stuff that we have. Breath is technology. Um, Truth is technology. You know, all of this stuff, water, water is technology. Technology is not our mobile phone. That's a distraction from our true technology. We have everything that we need within us. This is what I feel, and this is the truth that I've been, I I resonate with, um, that we have everything within us to create everything that it is, everything that we need and everything that we want. So, and I use the word need because need and wants, needs and wants can get a bit confused. But uh, we have the technology. So, we all, all we need to do is start tuning into it and tuning out of screens, tuning out of mobile phones, definitely tuning out and tuning down and toning down the whole social media thing. It's such a huge mm-hmm. distraction. I don't do it very often. And I did, I did it the other night. I scrolled for about, I don't know, I got carried away half an hour because I wasn't feeling that good. When I'm feeling good, I never scroll. And I wasn't feeling that good. So I scrolled for half an hour and I felt worse because there were a hundred people telling me a hundred different things and there was so much information overload that I didn't, I couldn't process any of it. So I said, screw this. This is not technology. Technology is 
tuning in with my spirit. Technology is tuning in with my life force energy and expressing it in all its power and glory. Technology is telling the truth. Wow. Wow, that is so powerful. I, I am, I'm actually just reading a, a book called The Comfort Crisis right now by, by Michael Easter. And in it, he talks about how we've lost the art of boredom and we've lost the art or, you know, people don't know how to sit anymore without picking up a device, without distraction. Um, And he had uh, shared that on average, people spend two and a half hours a day. And I think that's probably a low average now on some form of digital device or social media. And he had calculated, um, because he was bored, because he was in the middle of nowhere and and had no devices, and he'd calculated that in his lifetime, that would have meant, if he hadn't changed his habits, he would have spent seven and a half years, because he was in his mid-40s, on on social media and I think now you know I'm in a household of teenagers at my um, my friend's house over in Australia and you know I've been sharing this stat with them saying can you imagine your life span uh, and technology and digital media and media in all its forms being such an integral part of how you live your life we calculated that it was almost 20 years that they would spend scrolling so when you're talking about creativity you're talking about life force. Um, I have a fear that through the lost art of being bored, we ironically also lose our creativity. Scrolling is an avoidance pattern. Yes. And yeah. as you're speaking, I'm like, especially about speaking about the art of being bored, it's like I realise that when I'm scrolling, I'm avoiding space. So I realized that I had quite a big fear of space and I was very good, very good at filling it (laughs) rather than being in it. And I only had that realization quite recently. So I've been trying to, when I'm scrolling, stop and be like, okay, participate instead in the space and see what comes out when you do. Mm -hmm. Which I might be connected to the art of being bored I I feel like I I feel like we're not very we don't have a comfortable relationship with space itself you know oh yeah 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 I would yeah agree we're afraid that. of being alone we're afraid of a lot of things like I remember when I was uh you know first got into the workforce and I started working and I couldn't fathom getting home and not having anybody to see or not having anybody to do so before I'd even got home I'd already organized what I was going to be doing for the evening who I was going to see all of that sort of stuff now I'm trying to find some space by myself (laughs) 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 it's funny it's funny how all the things you know when you're young you you see them completely differently when you get older right even even the whole concept of living on a farm. We grew up on a farm and I just wanted to get the hell out of there. Interestingly enough, within, within, within two years of living in the city, I was like, get me out of here. I don't want to, I don't want to live a city life anymore. So, um, you know, I naturally nat- uh, gravitated towards living on a farm, which gives me a lot of space because then I realised when I go into the city, 
I start feeling stress as soon as I enter the urban web. Mm-hmm. I feel stress and I'm like, yeah. what's happened? Nothing's changed except the fact that I have come into the city. What's happening? We're tuning into each other's energies and we're feeling each other's stress. And that's why I'm saying it's really important to take responsibility for how we're feeling, for the things that we say. You know, before Fiona, you said, I fear that this, this, that and the other. We need to eliminate fear. If we eliminate Mm -hmm. fear, we're able to tap into all of our dormant abilities. And this goes into some research that I'm doing now about outer body experiences. You know, like the, the, the key to being able to do an act, to get into an outer body experience is to eliminate fear. If you're scared, you get sucked right back into your yeah. body. How much does yeah. that say about our everyday choices and our everyday words and the things that we're doing and saying and thinking and feeling? What is fear to you? Because you've done a really good description of freedom, but what's fear to you? Fear. Fear is the opposite of love. Hmm. So would you say that if freedom is moving towards love, fear is moving away from love? Fear is taking you away from love. Yeah, fear is taking you away from what you love. Absolutely, yes, spot on. Exactly. And, And every moment, every thought, every word, every interaction, we have that choice to move towards love. Yeah. And essentially our own freedom or to move away from love. Yeah. And a lack of freedom, which then ties in to me of like that not being able to be out of body because like if you're moving away from freedom, you know, to me out of body is like freedom, I guess. Um, The more the the contraction is, is not being able to be free, you know. Once, uh, once I've been, uh, if I if I manage to do this, this is one of my intentions this year is to manage to have an out of body experience. And there, mm-hmm. after I've had that, then it might be very interesting to have another conversation. Yes, to <laughs> share what I have seen because I, I, from what I understand, the other side shows us the truth of the reality that we're living and what we've been told literally is a lie on pretty much every level imaginable. I would love that. (laughs) Come and tell us about the freedom from the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that means I'm making a commitment to doing that. You know, I'm very good at something that I have an intention of doing. But, you know, my, my life path might take me elsewhere. So if it happens, I will be in touch again and we can talk about it. How does that sound? If not, we'd love to have you talk. If not, we'd love to have you talk. We'd love to have you on the Life Force Cafe. We'd love to. You you have brought so much light, so much out-of-body wisdom already to this conversation. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I just, I want to talk to you about every word in the Greek and the English language forever. <laughs> Do you have a favourite root word, Tina? Uh, I think the freedom one, for sure. Hmm. Can that you say it again? Can we hear it again? Yeah, freedom means to go towards that which you love. Hmm. That's it. It's not oh, to be yeah, free of yeah. something. It's to be free to do what it is that you love. That's a good intention. 
People ask about what yeah. my New Year's resolution is. I don't have any resolution apart from it's not a New Year's resolution. It's just my intention mm-hmm. is to be consistently in tune with my life force energy and to be consistently in tune with my spirit and my truth. What is my spirit asking me to do right now? That's what I want to be. Yeah. That's my wish. It is done. It. it is done. It is done. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Tina. What what a fantastic um, and thought provoking conversation as, as we as we knew it would be. And thank you to Tabitha for for making the introduction uh, to us as well. Um, Karila, over over to you for your your final question. You know what my final question is. I want to know <laughs> who we should have in the conversation next. Yes. Well, I can think of a few people. One of them is my collaborator. We're about to start a an online course about the art of collaboration uh, starting next week, new moon next week. Her name is Claude Baumgartner. She lives in Austria. I was there just a few weeks ago. Uh, she's uh, an entrepreneur. She's uh, She teaches women and she, she actually focuses on um, helping women um, be creative in their businesses, in crowdfunding for their businesses, in in becoming, in just and just being a woman entrepreneur, basically, and oh, and, and creating the networks, yeah, and creating the networks for women to find the space to connect with each other and co- co-create. How many do you need? <laughs> As many. Give us your black book. I know, you know, I know a lot of people, but it's not that many that I could say, okay, let's, you know, these are the ones you can talk about life force energy with, you know. (laughs) Uh, But we can have another conversation about other women as well. Yeah. Actually, another woman I'm thinking of is uh, Kelsey Kahn. Uh, We've had lots of spiritual and deep conversations with her. And uh, I haven't followed her exactly lately, but she's really setting up a business about getting people to f- connect with their to connect with their truth and setting up businesses themselves as well, like that are mm. that are aligned with their core. Mm. So I'll send that you the details great. of these women. Thank you so much, Tina. What a brilliant, brilliant conversation! And I hope everybody. Um, I I just love it, Karila, when you get so excited about words. It it makes me smile. (laughs) So I know that you were very excited to write that conversation. I'm so excited. (laughs) Freedom is now one of my top favourite root words ever. I love it. Yeah. What are your other two? So one of them I've already spoken about on my on May the Life Force be with you, which is the root meaning of the word love is desire. And mm. desire mean the root meaning of desire is Latin and it says written in the stars. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that I just love so much is vulnerability. Root word of vulnerability is Valhalla, which is the heaven of the Viking warriors. And so vulnerability is the way to the greatest version. You know, Valhalla is like the greatest version of heaven for the Vikings. And so vulnerability is your passage to the greatest heaven. Great one, Karila. Love it. 
See, 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 we don't use these words properly. We live the lie until you know the meaning of the words. <laughs> the love one resonated with me so much, and especially because it's written in the stars. This is very interesting, mm-hmm. and it's definitely a topic for another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> once you've been there, once you've gone out to the stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the, 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 the stars apparently are uh, portals. So mm. anyway, that's another, as I said, it's another conversation. I hope you come on the Life Force Cafe because I know Life Force Cafe is where our listeners get to go deeper with our guests. And I know that ah, I know that our listeners are going to okay, want to go deeper with you. And so I really hope that you can make the Life Force Cafe as well as another episode of May the Life Force be with you. Awesome. Um, definitely. Definitely. It's been uh, I've really enjoyed it. Like I, I didn't know where it was going to take us, but I do definitely want to thank you for creating the space for this magic to happen and I hope that it inspires uh, listeners to connect with their life force. So, Karila, do you have a new favourite person? I do. I have found a, per- I have found a word person. <laughs> just literally that free what she said about freedom is like my new favorite thing ever <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a, yeah I mean you know she spoke so much about truth and and you could tell she was speaking her truth so fully every time she spoke Like every word, she understood her words and it was just, yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) It was wet, as I said, I didn't get a wet myself. (laughs) It was just so interesting because, you know, I was trying to kind of correlate the permaculture um, part of of how it fitted into everything. But the the bit that really resonated for me was truth Um, Mm. and how important that is to your life force because when you're living a lie and and you know you're like oh that's really dramatic to say living a lie but it's those little kind of tricks that we play on ourselves it's those little moments where we're not being you know it's not that we're lying but we're not being truthful and not really sitting in our entire truth that you just know how much that drains you and how it depletes not only your life force, but to me also depletes your life force potential. And that brought us back around into creativity and to playfulness. And it kind of touched all of those things that you just say those words and you feel more energy. I'm already getting more excited when I think about those positive ones. So for me, that was like a really impactful, impactful moment. I really loved, I loved hearing um, her creative side and her songs. How beautiful. I, I love that she's the first person to sing on May the Life Force Be With You as well. I love, <laughs> I love the poetry. I love that we went from the stars to multidimensional experiences to walking barefoot on the earth <laughs> to the root meaning of words in Greece. Like, just what an adventure we had with her you know yeah yeah it's very cool 
Very cool indeed. Um, and we don't often um, reflect on this, but I also loved her um, suggestions of who we talk to next and that, you know, they, they're they the business world. They feel a more kind mm-hmm. of um, entrepreneurial, you know, we talked about money obviously in this episode as well. And I, um, I'd like, I'd love us to bring on that different element again, where there's obviously you know, women in their truth, standing in their power, but with a real kind of entrepreneurial creativity that's, you know, creating in a different, a different way. So I'd be really interested and excited to kind of see where our conversation might lead us in that direction as well. Especially because you are incredibly a, a, fe- a female in your power entrepreneurial, you know, like it's, it's, um, yeah. I'm interested. yeah. You 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 are that that energy of the goddess watching over, you know. Oh. And I think, Thanks, yeah, <laughs> I like, oh. but it but it's true, you know. Like that's part of us coming back into our collective truth is is yeah. women not being part of finance at the very root meaning of the word is wrong. Mm. you know it's not as a right like we need to we need to all be in in the truth of the word which is watched over by the goddess you know <sighs> and you're doing just it. great <laughs> just great well Amazing. i think you need to get watched over by some more goddesses or maybe some um egyptian <laughs> uh, um so thank thank you to tina again what a fantastic conversation i hope you enjoyed it everybody and until the next time may the life force be with you and the goddess we hope this conversation has topped up your life force energy if it has then please help us spread the life force like share subscribe all of that (laughs) and may the life force be with all of us.